Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. All right, you guys, let's do it. Second Corinthians chapter four. Uh, hopefully, you grab the uh, special, you know, podcast only uh, reading from last week, chapter two and chapter three. We're just on the podcast, not on social media. So uh, hopefully, you you kept on pace with our uh, reading. Because hey, we're on a plan, right? We're on a reading plan. We want to read through the whole New Testament in a year, and uh, we're we're tracking pretty good. I gotta check it. Let me see. Let's check. Um, yeah, we'll catch up. We're a little bit behind. We're going to catch up. We're going to catch up. We'll be all right. Uh, no, we ain't we're not that far behind. There too, but that always that always works out. All right. So we're re- anyway, I digress. We're, re- we're on a reading plan through the New Testament. We're in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 today. Um, and so, um, like I said, this thing is loaded, man. Loaded with good stuff. So. Um, praise the Lord's ahead. You know, you go, you're driving on the road and like, you know, rocky, ro- you know, windy turns ahead. You get a little sign. I'm just giving you a sign right now. There'll be some praise Jesus is ahead. Because this is some good stuff. All right. Second Corinthians chapter four. You know, what we do, we read, we pray, we change the world. So let's do it. Let's read. Here we go. Therefore, Since through God's mercy, we have this ministry, we do not lose heart. Paul's talking about the ministry of Jesus, making making great the name of Jesus. We have this ministry. Talked a little bit about that yesterday in an indirect way, that that's the ministry of the church, too, to make great the name of Jesus. Let people know about Jesus. That's We have this ministry. We do not lose heart. Doesn't mean it's easy. He's going to talk about that. He's going to talk about that. It's going, not that it's easy, but we do not lose heart. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, Christine. Morning, Etta. Verse two. Rather, rather than losing heart, rather, we have renounced secret and shameful ways. We do not use deception, nor do we distort the word of God. So he's saying we've uh, we're not trying when there's no bait and switch going on around here. We ain't trying to you know use secret and deceitful ways. We're not trying to scheme. Um, man, I love that. We're not trying to deceive people. We don't distort. We don't change the word of God. We just pre- preach the gospel. I love that, man. Like. You know, I, I think sometimes with, you know, different issues and different things, people, you know, ha- can have their opinions. And, and you know, my, my take is always like, if you're, if, if we have different opinions on an, on a biblical issue, show me in scripture where my interpretation is lacking. Don't tell me about your feelings. Don't tell me about your experience. I mean, I'm interested in your experience, but that's not the final authority of truth. A lot of times you start you start talking about an issue and people start telling you about their experience. 
well, but I have this, this issue and I had this person, they were a really sweet person. And yeah, they didn't, they did this and this and this, they didn't love, really love Jesus, but they did this. So I think it's okay. Wait, wait. No, authority is our, our uh, scripture is our authority. So show me in scripture where I'm misinterpreting it. I realize my interpretation is not infallible. I could be wrong. Just show me. I'm willing to learn if you just show me. If at the end of the day, you can't show me in scripture where my interpretation is wrong. Then your feeling or your uh, experience is not going to override the word of God. I'm sorry. We're not going to distort the word of God. That's what's happening in so many churches in, in, in contemporary culture and over history, really, is it, uh, culture and experience gets to the place where it overrides the authority of scripture. You had that. Welcome, everybody. Come on, Lucy. All right. On the contrary, so Paul says, I'm not going to distort the word of God. I'm going to tell you like it. I'm going to tell you what the word of God is. Good morning, Ann. I hope you guys got, I'm sure, do you have power? You're a little, you're a little west of the, where all the bad stuff was. Hopefully, you still got power where you're at. Uh, on the contrary, by setting forth the truth plainly, we commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. Truth plain. Plain truth. You know, that's... <laughs> no one has ever... <laughs> that's my gift, y'all. That's my gift. I, I'm simple. People never said, man, Terry's so complex. <laughs> no one ever said that. No one ever said, Terry, he's just so philosophical. He's hard to follow. <laughs> Uh, it's never been a problem. Uh, <clears throat> so hopefully, hopefully, because, because I'm definitely not that, we're able to present the truth plainly. Hopefully. We commit ourselves to everyone's consciousness inside of God. Verse 3. And even if our gospel is veiled, so some people don't get it, it is veiled to those who are perishing. Why? Because you got to see the gospel to be saved. The watch this. This is one of the only times. This next verse. This is one of the only times uh, Satan is referred to as the God of this age. Watch this. The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. <laughs> There's so much in there, guys. Praise Jesus, right there. First one. All right. Um, so Satan is the God of this age, not in an ultimate sense, okay? God is ultimately in control. Jesus is overall, um, but in, in the sense of influence, Satan is the God of this world. He, he's, he, I mean, just look around, he's running rampant, you know? Uh, evil and wickedness is having a, a, a field day here. Um, and so... The God of this age, Satan, the power of uh, darkness, has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see. That's why we pray, man, Lord, help remove the blinders from people's eyes so that they can see. That's a miracle every time that happens. All of us who have received Jesus, who are on this podcast right now, who are praying together, reading together, it's a miracle that the blinders ever fell off of our eyes. Because isn't it true? There was a time where we could not see. We were blinded to the, watch this. 
as I say, we were blinded so that we could not see. Just put your own self in there. That's what we once were. We were blinded so that we could not see the light of the gospel that displayed the glory of Christ. We couldn't see it. People talk about Jesus, talk about church. We're like, ooh. But mm 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 mm, get time for that. We couldn't see it because the God of this age had blinded our eyes. But look at he, look at all that he's in there though. I mean, not just that. Watch it. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. We couldn't see what what couldn't what can't be seen. The light of the gospel. You're gonna come back to it. The light of the gospel. That light that displays the glory of Christ. The gospel, the gospel message, this story of Jesus, you tell the story of Jesus, that light, that gospel message is a light. And that light, what? What does it display? It displays the glory of, of Christ. The gospel story is a light that displays the glory of Christ. And what is the glory of Christ? It's the image of God. You think about you think about, um, I think of it, this is way before projection, but as an analogy, this kind of thing. So the light, you think you think about a projector that's shooting a, a vi- a, an image up on a screen. There's a beam of light that goes towards the screen. And so it's like, what, he sa- what he's saying in a sense is like, um, the gospel is the light, is that light beam that, it, that makes a image on the screen of Christ. That's what the gospel does. The, cos- the gospel brings to 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 uh to an image of christ so this glory this glorious light makes displays the image of christ and when we see the image of christ what do we see when we see the glory of christ we see the image of god so when we see this christ the glory we see the image of god Mm. for what we preach is not ourselves man don't be preaching yourself that's that going back to experiences, right? Sometimes people preach themselves. Look, if you're the hero of every of all your stories, then you're missing the point. <laughs> you ever even notice people like that? Some people they always every time they tell a story, it ends up where they're the hero of the story. <laughs> you know. Uh yeah. <laughs> don't, you don't want to be the hero of your own story. Jesus is the hero. Um But we do not preach ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord and ourselves as your servants for Jesus sake. For God who did who said, let light shine out of darkness, made his light light again, made his light shine in our hearts. To give us light of the knowledge of God's glory displayed in the face of Christ. There it is again. God who made light shine in darkness. This is the miracle of grace. The miracle of salvation is that God has made that light shine in our hearts, that projection in our hearts. And what is the light? It's the knowledge of Christ. It's the knowledge of, of God. How do we know the knowledge of God? Through Christ. That's a beautiful passage right there. The light of the knowledge of God's glory displayed in the face of Christ. Scripture tells us that he was the 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 um, the exact representation of God. Jesus was. God's glory is displayed in the face of Christ. That's awesome. Welcome everybody. 
or seven. But we have this. Ooh, hallelujah alert. Look out. G, look, praise Jesus alert right here. Verse seven. This light. Watch what he's saying. We have this incredible, miraculous, supernatural light in us. It's the it's the gospel. It's the knowledge of Christ. And this knowledge of Christ has uh, made known, has, has, has caused us to know God. This light. Watch this. This is beautiful. By contrast, watch this. But we have this treasure. What treasure? The light of the knowledge of God's glory displayed in the face of Christ. We have this amazing light in us. But we carry this light in what? In tre this treasure in jars of clay. Woo! Man, I don't know about you, but this old jar tore up. This old jar got a this old jar got a sprained ankle. This old jar got some knuckles that feel like they're about to fall apart. This 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 old uh, this old jar right here. Uh, he 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 could he could he could stand to lose about twenty lbs. You know what I'm saying? This old this old jar right here is is worn out sometimes. But we have this treasure. We carry this treasure in this jar of clay. Why? Why do we do it? Here we go. To show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. <laughs> yes. Yes. When you hear this amazing message of the light of the glory of God, you see it coming from from a little fat boy from Louisiana. You're like, uh-uh, it's he, he, got to be something more going on here. Yes, because we carry this treasure in jars of clay, and you and you're you too, man. Your story, you're carrying this treasure in jars of clay. And the idea is that these earthen vessels, they're cracked and they're not perfect. But out of the cracks of the earthen clay comes the light of the glory of the knowledge of Christ. Mm. Woo! I feel that, man. Verse 8. We are hard pressed on every side. It, no, again, it gets hard. It ain't easy. But not crushed. Perplexed but not in despair. There's some things we don't understand. There's sometimes we get to, well, why did that have to happen? Why did that happen to me? Why did that happen to them? Why did this have to happen? God, what are you up to here? What's going on in the world? Why hurricanes? Why Afghanistan? Why do those Marines have to die? Why this? Why that? Why all these things going on in the world? Why coronavirus? Why this? Why people so angry with each other? Why, why, why? Sometimes we're perplexed, but don't be mistaken. Don't be mistaken. Don't mistake our perplexity for despair because we ain't in despair. Mm. We may be persecuted, but we ain't abandoned. Struck down, we may fall down. We may get knocked down, but we aren't destroyed. Don't ever think we're gonna we're gonna stay down. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Don't think we don't ever think, child of God, when we get knocked down, we're gonna stay down. Not uh, no. Mm -mm. We may get struck down. We will get struck down. There'll be times we're gonna lose. There's some battles we're gonna lose. There's some times we we uh we not always end up on top. But you know what? We're gonna we're gonna we we ain't gonna be we're not gonna stay down. Mm. We are struck down, but we are not destroyed. We're just gonna get right back up. 
Just like Rocky. We're going, mm-mm. We ain't done. This fight ain't over. This fight ain't over yet. Yes. Struck down but not destroyed. We always carry around in our body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus might also be revealed in our body. What are you saying? He's saying there's a, there's a spiritual sense in which the death of Jesus works its way into our lives over time, over and over again, more and more. We die more and more to sin. We die more and more to ourselves. We carry around in our bodies the death of Jesus. We, we are inspired. We're reminded of what he gave and who he was and his self-sacrifice and his dying to his own will. And it, it kills the, the selfishness in us over time. Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. Whew. For we who are alive are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake, so that his life may also be revealed in our mortal body. So then death is at work in us, but life is at work in you. So Paul's saying, look, my sufferings, he's kind of, my sufferings as an apostle, these, these death and suffering and, and pains that I'm going through, it's, it's suffering for me, but it's glory for you. Why? Because he's sharing the gospel. He's spreading the gospel. Verse 13, it is written, I believe, therefore I have spoken. Since we have that same spirit of faith, we also believe and therefore we speak. Because we know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus from the dead will also raise us with Jesus and present us with you to himself. Wow. We know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus from the dead will also raise us. And he's going to raise us with Jesus. And he's going to present us with you. Corinthians, you may not like me. Paul saying that. <laughs> Corinthians, you may not like me. There may be times you don't, you don't want to try to distance yourself from me. But make no mistake about it. The same God who raised Jesus from the dead is one day going to raise us. He's going to raise you and he's going to raise me. He's going to raise us together. And he's going to present us before God. Hmm. All this is for your benefit so that the grace that is reaching more and more people, more people, more like Jesus. All this is your for your benefit so that the so that the grace that is reaching more and more people may cause thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of God. All this spreading of the gospel, all this preaching of the gospel, all this suffering that we do to spread the gospel, Paul says, it's it's what is happening is it's reaching more and more people and it's causing thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of God. Paul says, man, I'm just trying to build the choir. <laughs> what's the ministry of G? What's the ministry about? It's about just trying to build the choir. I'm just trying to build the Thanksgiving choir. That's all I'm trying to do. We're just trying to build a Thanksgiving choir. Reach more and more people. Who know the experience and have this light of the glory of Christ. And they just trying to build a choir, a choir that will overflow with thanksgiving to the glory of God. I'm going, I'm glad I'm gonna be in that choir. They're gonna put me in the back because I don't sing that great, but they're gonna put me in the back. When I'm in that choir, I'm in a Thanksgiving choir. I'm saying, Hallelujah. I don't even know what we're gonna say, but we just we're gonna praise, we're gonna praise God. 
Who who? Y'all you ready to be in that Thanksgiving choir? All right, verse sixteen. Therefore, do not lose heart. You might need to hear that today. So you just you probably you may have somebody just jump on this podcast right now. You needed to hear that. Do not lose heart. I love this next verse. One of my favorite passages in the Bible. This next part is probably one of my favorite favorite parts of the Bible. Therefore, we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away. Oh man, we we tow up, we wearing we wearing down, man. We don't run as fast as we used to. We don't we ain't as quick witted as we used to be. We we ain't wait, you know we 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 get tired a little quicker than we used to. We ain't as strong as we once were. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are re- being, we are being renewed day by day. Come on, somebody. That's a hallelujah moment right there. For our light and moments. I love this. My, this is my favorite passage in the Bible right here. Verse 17. One of my favorites. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory. I can't ever read this passage without choking up. Man. Our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. Man, you may be going through some troubles right now. You may feel like Paul. I'm crushed. I'm perplexed. I'm persecuted. I'm abandoned. Look. Don't take this the wrong way, but those troubles are light. They're light and momentary. And they are preparing for you an eternal glory that outweighs all of that mess. So what do you do? Paul is going to tell you, here's what you do. Here's what you do. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary. This is this is light and momentary, people. But we fix our eyes not on what is uh, what is seen. We fix our eyes on what is unseen, because what's seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Woo! If I had a hanky right now, I'd be waving it, people. I'm telling you right now, I'd be just waving my hanky like that. It's like, whoo, that fire. Man, that's awesome. Awesome. All right, you guys. That speaks for itself right there. That that just speaks for itself. Thank you guys for being on today. Let's uh let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for your word. Wow. Thank you, Lord, for the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. Lord, thank you for allowing us to carry this light in earthen vessels, in jars of clay. Lord, as we go out today, Lord, with these jars of clay, help us to, in our weakness, in our uniquenesses, to display your glory. May the light of the gospel shine through our brokenness, shine through our lives, shine through what you're doing in us and through us. Lord, may we not be ashamed of who we are and what you've created us, but let us to use it all for your great name. 
Lord, um, we pray for those whose eyes have been blinded by the God of this age. So many are still blinded by the God of this age, Lord. We pray that you would remove blinders, that people would see your glory and your goodness, or that they would see the love and the grace of Jesus. Lord, um, help us this, 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 this day, this week, to, um, to help be those who, um, who shine bright your light of love and grace. Lord, thank you for my friends so much for uh, sharing this time together in your word. May you encourage each one. May you strengthen each one. Maybe there's someone who needs to hear, uh, be courageous. And so, Lord, give them the strength to, to be cur- courageous, to take courage and to, di- and to not lose hope. Um, Lord, thank you for the great promise that all of our sufferings, and all of our trials and all of our adversities, all of our setbacks from per- pandemics to natural disasters to storms, to relational conflicts, to issues, Lord, all of it is light and momentary compared to the all-surpassing eternal glory that you have prepared for us. We love you, Lord. Thank you so much. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you guys. Love you guys so much. Thank you so much for being a part of this, sharing in the word of God and um, and in the presence of the Holy Spirit. I, I trust that wherever you are right now, God's touching you and encouraging you. So, hey, we'll be back at it tomorrow. Second Corinthians chapter five. Don't want to miss it. It's good stuff, man. And so hope to see you then. Have a great day. Love you guys. Bye. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.